Hi, everyone. I'm excited to share the message for today. If you remember, last week we did Building Our Dream Homes. And this is part two of your dream house. And I'm going to go continue with our verse last week on Haggai. And we said that Haggai was a prophet. He was one of the minor prophets in the Bible during the building or rebuilding of the temple of Jerusalem. And he asked his people, he was saying that we are all building our paneled homes, but we forgot to build the house of the Lord, which is in ruins. And today I'm going to continue on with the commands of God to his people. I'm excited about this. It says, I'm going to read in Haggai 2, verse 1. On the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai again. And he spoke to Zerubbabel, son of Shiltil, governor of Judah, and also to Joshua, son of Jozadak, okay, the high priest and the remnants of the people. He asked them, who of you is left who saw this house in the former glory? Okay, former glory, the things of the past. And he asked, how does it look to you now? Does it not seem to you like nothing? But now be strong, he was explaining to them, be strong, Zerubbabel, declares the Lord, be strong, Joshua, the high priest, and be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord, and work, for I am with you, declares the Lord. This is what I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, and my spirit remains among you, do not fear. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations. And what is desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. The glory of the present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord. And in this place... I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for your word. You always speak. You speak to your prophets. You speak to your people. I pray that today we will hear what you have to tell us. In Jesus' name, amen. There are several points that we can glean on when we read this passage in Haggai chapter 2. And I was reading this. They said, you know, if you remember in Haggai 1, they said that the people obeyed the Lord, that they were going to rebuild the temple. And he was very specific in what they should do. He was telling them to bring down the timber, go to the mountains, bring down the timber and start building the temple again. And he spoke to the governor and he spoke to the high priest. But this time around, he was saying that while you're doing this, while you're rebuilding, to be strong. Do you still remember your past? A lot of people live in the past and sometimes they can't move on because they glean on the past. They're always looking at their past successes or even their past mistakes. But God said that we have to be strong. In order to move forward, you have to be strong. Be strong, all you people of the land. And God was declaring this. Every time there's a change in our lives, change is not comfortable. 
But every time, whether it's a good change or a bad change, it's not comfortable. But God is saying to you, be strong. There is a new chapter. You know, when we started 2024, a lot of you have, are praying for breakthroughs. A lot of you are praying for success and victories. But in order for you to be able to be successful this year, you have to be strong in your families, in your relationship, in your health, in your spiritual walk. You have to be strong. Change is not always easy, but you have to be strong. And then he goes on to say, and work. Oh, work. What does that mean? It means don't be lazy. You got to do what I'm telling you to do. Work on the things I'm telling you to do. But the promise when you start being strong and working, the problem is this. When you start doing that, I'm with you. Don't worry. I'm with you. Just obey. Just follow. This is, I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, you know, in the past. But he says, be strong. Okay? And in a little while, there's going to be shaking. Shaking the heavens and the earth. There are going to be some storms and some challenges. Okay, but this is what he said, I will fill this house with glory. Okay, compared to your past, God is going to be glorified with your new home. Compared with the past, this new place that God is sending to you is going to be filled with his glory. And he said that, don't worry, you know why? I'm going to provide for you. Why? Because the silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord. It's all mine. I have everything. I own everything. And the glory of the present house will be greater than the glory of the former house. This time, it's, I'm going to be glorified. And in this place, this new season in your life, I will grant peace, says the Lord Almighty. Solomon built a fantastic table for the Lord. Temple, rather, for the Lord. This replaced the tabernacle tent that had been used since the time of Moses. You know, the, the presence of God was intense before. But now he was saying it's going to re be replaced by the tabernacle, this, the house, the temple of the Lord. So after the temple was completed, the Lord reminded Solomon that if the people ever turn away from him, then this huge, beautiful temple would mean nothing. You know, the church is not a building. The church is you. And he's more concerned about you. He wants you to experience the presence of God. Okay? You know what's a background here that, you know, I hope you take time to read through these scriptures carefully because you have to visualize the splendor of the temple that will help you get this particular story to your children. Pass it to your children. Approximately four years had passed since Solomon became king. With his firmly established claim to the throne, Solomon began his building project. The palace and the temple would end up, it's, it took them 20 years to build. The construction of the temple was probably the most significant event of Solomon's reign. Again, after the war-torn years of the judges, Saul and David, Israel finally began to enjoy the rest God had promised. You know, when you start obeying God, you will find rest. When you start doing the will of God in your life, rest is inevitable. Building a temple symbolizes peace and stability. One of David's greatest desires had been to build a temple for God. Even though David was Israel's most godly king, God did not want David to build a temple. The house of God's peace was not to be built by a warrior king. Therefore, the job fell into not, 
one not known for his military prowess, but for his godly wisdom. See, wisdom in this particular example is greater than your abilities, than your talent. Sometimes we have so many talented people. David was so talented. David was, you know, he was one of the best military kings. He was a warrior. But God gave Solomon wisdom. Solomon conscripted approximately 30,000 men from all of Israel to help harvest the timber from Lebanon. So what you do when you're building something, he delegated the work. It wasn't done by one person. It was done by the whole family. Everybody contributing to the cause. Everybody contributing to the building of the, the house of the Lord. They were divided into three shifts. Okay, they were they had uh, the alternation monthly, so that the men spent one month in Lebanon and two months at home during the years they took the harvest. They took the harvest uh, to harvest the timber. Solomon also conscripted more than one hundred fifty thousand laborers. Okay, they quarried and transported all the stones for the temple. See, when you're building something new, it will require a team, a whole family, to do this. It is important to note that we as a family, as children of God, should unite together for God's purposes. And then after that, followed by seven more days of festivities, they dedicated the temple and it was so glorious. And it was filled with fanfare and cer ceremony. This was a special time in the history of the nation of Israel. Considering this, it's interesting to note that the Lord waited until all the crowds has been sent home before he appeared to Solomon with a special message. I just want to say this to you. I believe that this is a season of sowing. We have to work. This is a season, if you really want a breakthrough in your life, we have to advance God's kingdom by building his temple. Building his temple is not just a physical temple. It's about relationships. See, when God was talking about this temple, he was talking about a place, okay? Not a physical place, but a, a situation in your life where you now begin to seek the Lord, okay? When you now get closer in your relationship with God. Because God knows that as you build your relationship with him, okay, everything else will follow, okay? He's very particular with this important reason why God's temple was built. You know what the reason why they built the temple? God. It is all about God. It's not about the building. It's not about plans. It's about God. It's about advancing the kingdom of God. And this is going to be a house that is peaceful, a house that will glorify God, a house that will advance his kingdom, a house that will be a restful place. You really want rest? You can't find it anywhere but in the house of God. The Lord told Solomon okay, that he would reject the temple if Solomon or his descendants did not walk in the ways of the Lord. Building this temple is about walking in his ways. To walk in God's ways. I believe 2024 is your year. It is a year of building God's temple with your personal life, with your relationships, with your finances, and even in your relationship with God, even your health. I believe God wants this year to be victorious for you. 
So this message is very simple. What is your dream house? I believe our dream house should be what God wants for us. We build. He wants us to be strong and he wants us to work. And so that one day we can find rest in God and we can have peace. Peace.